Are you guys pictures up? Pictures up! Pictures up! That's roll sound. Rolling! Rolling! Sound speeds. Camera speeds. Two. Awesome. Take two. Mark. And action! Welcome to the Penn Cinema Podcast. Your behind-the-curtain connection for movie news and reviews. Now here are your hosts, Penn Ketchum and David Moulton. Welcome to the show. I'm David Moulton. And I'm Penn Ketchum. What's, What's up? up? Hey, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks. Thanks for having me. You know, I think, you know, every now and then I like... Like to have you on. Yeah, I appreciate the fact that you've had me on. Uh, this is the 155th show in a row that you've had me on. Yeah, it's really exciting. Well, you know, I, every week I'm like, who am I gonna get? Who's, who's available? Right. Let's see what Penn's up to. You know, that's like my standard opening line when I am invited to speak places. <laughs> I like stand up and address the audience, and one of my go-to opening remarks is like, "Whoever's in charge." You know, I always thank let's say Steve for having me. Yeah. And then I say to the audience, like, I'm really sorry, Steve couldn't find somebody better. <laughs> I'm sure he looked, I'm sure he tried <laughs> really hard. <laughs> right. too, right? But here we are you know? me crying. <laughs> right. So let's make the best of it. <laughs> exactly. Do you do a lot of public speaking? Oh man. Yeah. I do so little public. speaking. <laughs> I mean, there was a time where I did uh, some stuff. Yeah. But, you know, not in a long time. I was Santa for the city for three years. Yeah, I heard. Yeah. I read about that. Yeah, in my <laughs> biopic. In, in your memoirs. Yeah, yeah. Life David, is Santa. I, I don't, I don't want to go down this road because we have a show to do. Oh, whoa. But last week I was treated to <gasps> some stories that David shared with me about <laughs> life as Santa. Mm. And what I took away from the stories, amusing though they were, <laughs> what I took away was note to self. Don't ever sign up to be Santa Claus. Yeah, don't. Right. Don't do it. <laughs> There's nothing like, like I, I feel like that's the perfect example of a job that sounds like, oh my God, how fun. Yeah. You know, it's Christmas time and everybody loves Santa and all oh, those kids are so cute. Oh. You know, no. Scratch the record. Hard stop. Fail. Don't be Santa. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's Yeah. 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 I was Santa in my house, which was great because wow. I didn't have to deal with strangers. Right. You know. Did you still get throw up on and, and pooped on? Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's the right. deal. Right. <laughs> and then the kids cleaned up after Amy. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. So, David. Yeah. I see some headline news on our news that has me distraught. Yeah, I was, this is gonna. And I don't know what's more distressing the headline news or some of the trailers that you made me watch this week. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like we're not coming to the show with great content. Uh, is it us that doesn't have great content, or is it the world that's not producing great content? That's the key it question. Could be. It could yeah. be. Yeah. Podcast at Let us know. Right, 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 right. I feel like we're doing the best we can with what they're given, giving us. Given the circumstances, <laughs> in a month where many shows take off and we refuse. Right. No, no, no. No, no. You know, no. We show up. Yeah. 
Well, okay, let's get into it. Consistency is king. Oof, and we're nothing if, if not, not consummately consistent. consistent. <laughs> <laughs> so Turning Red. Yes. This movie looked fantastic. Oh, we were so excited about it. I played the trailer Pixar. dutifully in front of every show of Sing. Oh, of course. You know, like the yeah. good exhibitor partner that I am. Now, Sing, as I'm sure you remember, is a universal title. Mm-hmm. But being the good exhibitor partner that I am, I felt as though the next, the, the best trailer to put in front of Sing would be the next big kids movie, right? Which is Turning Red, which comes out from a competing studio, but again, still, I'm nothing movie. if not professional. Oh. So what's best for the kids? What's best for the business? I put the team first, and here we are. I played that trailer all Christmas long, right? For what? Oh. So that everyone can go home and watch it on Disney Plus? Yeah, apparently. Yeah. So Disney citing the ongoing uh, uh, pandemic decided to pull Turning Red. I'm sure Pixar is pissed. Yeah. They haven't had a movie in the theater since Onward. Yeah. And they've had them come out. Disney's just been like, nope. So I think this is a huge mistake on Disney's part. Why not just do both like what they did with Encanto? I'm saying... Yeah. Exactly. I don't get it. Okay. I don't really get it either, but I'm going to try to share some insights. Okay. Because I did spend some time on the phone with some friends in, in uh, the distribution business. For those of you who have not listened to the show for 155 weeks straight, distribution business is what the studios do. Mm. The exhibitor business is what we do. We're in the exhibition industry. We, right. are, we are exhibitors. So you know how like political opponents who hate each other right. always refer to, like, if I'm a Republican, I refer to my my Democrat friends from New York. Or if I'm a Democrat, I refer to my Republican friends from Florida. Right. Right. And the last thing they are is friends. So... What? <laughs> I know. What? <laughs> so what we do in our business is we refer to our friends in exhibition. That's what the studios do, right, when they're getting ready to bash us in the face with a brick. Right. Our friends in exhibition, and then I refer with equal uh, sincerity to my friends in distribution. Mm. So, although I should take that back because I do have some legitimate friends in distribution. Well, let's call them up and see what they have to say about Oh that. my God, that would be so Are, fun. Do you think that but, you're friends with Penn Ketchum? <laughs> <laughs> no, I have no introduction as to who I am. Right. Just, hello? Do you think you're friends with Penn Ketchum? <laughs> be honest. Right. <laughs> Penn's my best friend. What, what do you know about him? <laughs> Here's the problem. It, it's funny because that's the kind of thing we can only ever daydream about because if if one of my actual friends from, this, from distribution, if I did talk them into being on the show uh -huh. they would only say like politically correct things mm. you know what i mean you like gotta watch yourself it would be like no fun because they would you know right they would not tell it how it is because right. they're in a politically charged environment right you got to catch them right after they got fired yes or quit yeah. or yeah. switch to a different career well what's funny is most of them when they leave one studio they turn up later in another studio well yeah so. i mean where else if you're in that field where else are you right. gonna go right Right. What, are you going to work for a living? Right. It's gross. Not, not on my watch. Stop. <laughs> yeah. All right. So anyway, I spoke to some of my friends in distribution, and here's the issue. And this is the same issue with why they moved Morbius, which is that on our? Yes. It is. The issue with Disney is the same issue with Sony, and that is that they are dealing with or reacting to 
the international. Right. What did I just say? International. International. <laughs> that was weird how Ooh, that came got out. Got really nasally. Yeah. They're dealing with the international. <laughs> uh, the magazine? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the, uh, that sounds like a flight out of Toronto. Yeah. A train. No, but seriously, the the word I hear is that because of the hits that they're taking in the international markets like China, India, you know, some of the countries that are really struggling and either struggling with COVID or really shutting things down yeah. and not showing, not allowing movies to open. Um, because of that, they are responding to that. Now, what's interesting is we are being told the same thing that's here in, in your report is that Warner Brothers is not giving consideration to moving Batman, the Batman right back so it's interesting yeah i feel like and i I might just be whistling in the dark telling myself what i want to hear but i feel like the difference between turning red and morbius is well the difference with turning red is the fact that it's kids movie yeah and the difference with morbius is that in january we are seeing you know some problems related to covid you know, there are the Omicron is for real and people are staying away. And now the movie numbers are still up. We're still doing a lot of business. But if I was a studio executive, I would say, yeah, maybe January of 2022 is not the best month to release a film. Right. Right. Also, I think with like Turning Red, it being a kid's film, you're in, I don't know how likely this is, but you're way more likely to be sued over someone's kid getting sick you know, because you had something in the theater and they went, you know. Well, that could be. Then, then an adult deciding to go see Batman. Right. That could be. But let me <laughs> riddle me this, <gasps> Batman. What? Why can't you do what you did with Encanto? Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand yeah. the problem. Like, what's the problem? Like, I don't understand the decision to exclude movie theaters. I would not like them to release it with streaming. There's got to, you know what it is? There's got to be some sort of contractual thing. If it goes to the theater, yeah. they must owe somebody a certain amount of money. Yep. If it doesn't go to the theater, they don't have to pay them. You hit the nail on the head. Yeah. Yep. It's got to be something There's like that. There's some kind of contractual thing where what you just said, or like if it goes to the theater, it has to go to the theater for a certain number of time before it can be streamed, you know, all that right. kind of stuff. You're exactly right. Yeah. Now, Morbius, or as I like to call it, more BS, am I right? <laughs> more BS, am I right? It, gets, it got pushed back to April. How do you not... When does your HBO comedy special come out? Well, as soon as my album releases. <laughs> drops. Greatest, my greatest hits. It drops. Yeah. It doesn't release anymore, David. No, it drops. It drops. Pre-save it on Spotify. Right. <laughs> yeah. Pre-save. Yeah. And uh, then my then my HBO special, comedy special comes so out. So you were trying to say something about more BS? Yeah, more BS got pushed back to April. Now... Here's the thing. Hey, hey, hey. There's a lot of questions about it, right? Wait. Because this happened before turning turning red. Correct. Right. And it wasn't, they didn't come out and say, oh, it's from Omnom, Omnom, Omnomicron. Right. Or anything. They said, you know, we're pushing it back. And the question was, was because Spider-Man's still doing so strong? You don't want to step on its toe? Wink, wink. Wink, wink. And then the, the other theory was, ooh, is it, they don't want to put a bad taste in people's mouths so quickly after... Mm. Spider-Man. And then the other one that's getting a lot of rumors is that they're going to put Andrew Garfield in it and make Morbius part of the Andrew Garfield universe, potentially Venom as well. Did you see the story about Andrew Garfield sneaking into opening nights of Spider-Man No Way Home? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And Tobey Maguire too, right? 
I didn't read that. Yeah, they were but, together. Yeah. They, were, they, were, they were together for at least one. Um, David, did you hear the big news about Venom? <gasps> oh my gosh, I didn't hear the big news about Venom. Venom's getting re-released this weekend. Shut up. For Martin Luther King Day, opening Friday in theaters near you. Is there a connection there? Nope. Except that it's a three-day weekend, so they, they always look for a little movie buzz. That's why Scream is opening on the 14th, because that's like considered a good movie weekend in the dead of winter in January really? of 22. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, what now? <laughs> what was that? Were you saying something? <laughs> <laughs> is, is this a car commercial? <laughs> um, and by the way, as long as we're on the topic of the weekend of January 14th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scream, which we're going to talk about the final trailer in a few minutes. Mm -hmm. Pre-sales are off the charts. Really? Yeah. I mean, this movie is going to be big. Wow. Everybody's talking about, you know, Spider-Man, blah, 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 Spider-Man, Sing, Spider-Man, Sing. And now, let me just tell you a little something, something. <gasps> Scream oh, is going to oh, be big. Oh. I think Scream is going to come close. I think Scream could be the one that knocks Spider-Man out of the number one spot. Here's my question. Okay. How many people come to the movie theater for Sing and see Scream by accident? <laughs> I want that. Mu I want that musical. <laughs> what? I, where, they're, where they're screaming at each other about about you know music. Oh, oh Scream. Uh -huh. Yeah. You're off the rails. What do you? What, <laughs> How many people you think? All right, I'll take that bite. Zero. Yeah. You're right, but I just, you in, right. My, <laughs> in my world, I just wish somebody could. I want that musical, Scream, got it. <laughs> I feel like if you worked at the box office and people walked up to you and were like, I want to see that movie with Tom Holland, you would definitely hand them tickets to like Nightmare Alley. <laughs> or like definitely give them the wrong movie. And that's why I've never really been employed here. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> okay. So speaking of Gene Kelly, uh, Chris Evans, a.k.a. E.G.I.E. Captain America, mm. um, is in talks to play Gene Kelly in a movie set to be written by three-time Academy Award nominee slash three-time loser. <laughs> 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 That's why I'm going to hell. <laughs> Let me. Can I start that over? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I yeah. do that differently? Okay. Let's pretend like we didn't read okay. it. Chris Evans, who also remember played Captain America. Really? Yeah, that was him in Avengers. Okay, and Just also uh, Captain America. Oh, yeah. that one too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And wasn't he also in uh, something recently? We saw him. He was in something recently? Wasn't he? He's got to be in something. Didn't he appear in something? Didn't I see him do something? Did he have a brief cameo in uh, Hawkeye? No. No. He had a brief. He did have a brief cameo in something. I can't remember what it is. It wasn't Wonder Woman. No, but they were talking about like. Black Widow? Superheroes or something. and. Ah, that's going to yeah. bug me. All right. Yeah. Anyway, all kidding aside, Chris Evans is in talks to play Gene Kelly in a movie set to be written by John Logan. Now, what you may or may not know about John Logan, this is a guy. You've never heard of him. Hugo, right? John Logan is a very impressive guy. He was nominated for an Academy Award three times. Whoa. Yeah. So this, this guy's no joke. I mean, it's not just anybody that can get nominated for an Academy no. Award. 
That's yeah. a pretty just yeah. just one time in your life. You know, like, so your grandfather was a screenwriter. Yeah. But one time he got nominated for an yeah. Academy. Oh, yeah. wow. No, no, no. Mr. Logan three times. So this is an impressive dude and Gene Kelly. So what are we saying here? What's the moral of the story? Chris Evans can dance. I mean, clearly, I mean, you, you can't play Gene Kelly and not dance. He could do this all day. Right. <laughs> Gene Kelly is the guy that starred in Singing in the Rain, correct? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I got to believe you. If you're going to play Gene Kelly, you, you got to dance. You got to dance, You got to dance. Dance, dance, Talk dance. about this guy with his Academy Award nominations. Yeah. Here you are sitting at a table with a man who not only was nominated, but won an Emmy. Yes. For technical I, feats. I was hoping and lay, I was hoping, nay, assumed. Yeah. That you would find a way to turn that conversation into your Emmy. I mean, it, Clearly. So for our new, uh, not new listeners, but people who maybe missed the show where we repeatedly discussed this. Right. Right. So there was a show, a movie called, made called Star Wars Uncut, where you could direct 13 seconds of Star Wars any way you wanted. And it won a technical Emmy. And I'm listed as a director, one of two, me and Steve O'Donnell, uh, for 13 second bit. Uh, where we stop motion action part of the scene in Star Wars when they're in the trash compactor using Star Trek characters. That's amazing. I still haven't seen that. But you, you told me the movie itself is hard to watch. Oh, yeah. It is like impossible. Unwatchable. Every 13 seconds, it completely changes aesthetics. <laughs> it's so horrible. It won a technical Emmy of like, I don't know, some sort of feat of getting it actually made or yeah. whatever. But, you know, whatever. Yeah. Still me. Now, would you rather be someone who's won an Emmy like me or someone who's been nominated three times for an Oscar for an Oscar. That's a fair question. Ugh. I would much rather be the guy who won the Emmy, right? but before we go like making fun of Mr. Logan, can you, I was, I was making a joke, but like, have you heard of him? Do you know who he is? I mean, I didn't, I read a little Hugo was one of his movies, right? Well, the aviator, right? Skyfall, Sweeney Todd, gladiator, right? Penny dreadful, now, is he producer on these? These are all writer credits okay. that I just read. Yeah. 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 So he can make some stuff. The dude's legit. Yeah. I mean, the dude's legit. And obviously, we know Chris Evans is legit. Together, they're too legit. To quit. Too legit to quit. And you are correct. His best writing adapted screenplay nomination was for Hugo back in 2011, one of Kayla's favorite movies. Well, speaking of awards... An award ceremony happened that- That was such a slick segue. That was the best. <laughs> I, I, I am nothing but a consummate professional. I love how we have like these incredibly slick segues and then ruin them by commenting. <laughs> yeah, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> commenting on what a smooth segue that was. That was such a smooth transition. Way to go. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Remember that time when you transitioned from the Gene Kelly story to the Golden Globe story? Oh. oh that was so smooth. <laughs> so the Golden Globes happened. And <laughs> here's how much the Golden Globes are over. Wait, I thought, can, can we also rephrase it by saying, here's how much anybody cares? Right. Yeah. There was almost no reporting on it, which is crazy. Other than the Penn Cinema podcast. Right. But here's, here's the funny thing, because usually it was the Golden Globes would be on TV. It'd be a minor production compared to the uh, Oscars, but... I would watch. Yeah. And it'd be, it's like pre-Oscar buzz. Mm -hmm. You see things here mm -hmm. and you'd be like... Watch out, that's going to do well right. in the Oscars. Or I forgot right. about that. Right. right. Well, the Golden Globes decided that not only were they not going to 
show mm. the Golden Globes. It was going to be a private presentation with no celebrity guests mm. at all. <laughs> so it was all behind closed doors. And the next day they said, hey, mm. here's who here's who won. Are you ready for this? Let's just blast through it. Yeah. If we can. Well, okay. Best motion picture drama. The Power of the Dog on Netflix. I, what is this movie? I have no idea, but Power of the Dog also won Best Director Motion Picture for Jane Campton, who is the director of The Power of Dog. This is a Netflix movie, which I was not aware ever went to a theater. Maybe the maybe the Globes don't have – you don't have to go to the theater. The Globes have TV awards too, which I uh, took off of this. So. Okay. All right. Um, best Performance by an Actress, Nicole Kidman and Being the Ricardos. Mm-hmm. Performance by an Actor, Will Smith, King Richard. I think mm-hmm. that was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Here's here's crazy. Best motion picture, musical, or comedy, West Side Story. Mm-hmm. One of the year's biggest bombs. Also got the best actress in a motion picture for Rachel Zegler, who was the star of West Side Story. Also got the best picture by an actress in a supporting role for Ariana DeBose uh, for West Side Story. Also got, I thought there was one more, but it cleaned up. Yeah, which is crazy. I think... We did comment. I, I know I made made the comment that this was not for me, but it was a cinematic feat. It was a masterpiece. Yeah, it was great. I think I remember liking it more than you did. Oh but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think the thing that we all agreed on was that it was. I think one of the things that people didn't like about it is that. Um, well, first of all, it didn't do well because its audience is the exact same audience that typically tends to be staying home lately. Right. So the older audience doesn't go out to the movies as much as the younger guys uh, because of COVID lately. And then, so that's part of why it struggled commercially. But also one of the things I liked about it is one of the things that people knocked on it, which was it was really true to the original. Right. Which I thought was cool because it was just took some modern day filmmaking and dancing up a notch and Everything was just beautiful, and I think it cleaned up, and I think it's going to clean up at the Oscars, frankly, partly because Steven Spielberg was involved. Right. We love him. Uh, Best performance by an actor, Andrew Garfield in Tick, Tick, Boom, which I haven't seen, but I really want to. Oh, I thought it was going to be Andrew Garfield in More BS. (laughs) That's that's next year. The best motion picture animated was one of your favorite movies of the year, Encanto, which you said uh, you just loved. Right. Now, I begged the moms. I said, Encanto was so good. Shady lady. Yeah, I said, you got to gotta check it out oh do you know what her review was how much did she love it she said you owe me one movie of my choice <gasps> Stop. <laughs> so she was not on board mm-hmm. um okay let's see here um best screenplay was kenneth braga in belfast mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and the best original song uh, motion picture uh, billy eilish uh won for her performance of no time to die from the movie no time to die. Here's, and that wraps up all of our Golden whoa, whoa, Globe whoa, whoa, Awards. Whoa, whoa. First off, I got something to say about this. Okay. And then I got this one you left off. Oh, did we did we overlook? Scooby-Doo. Did we overlook one? You definitely overlooked the biggest <laughs> one. The most important one of the night. So first off, No Time to Die, the song by Billie Eilish. Yeah. 
and one of my top movies of the year. Can you believe that this song won over any of the Encanto songs? Did you even see Encanto yet? Did I you? did see Encanto. Okay. I watched it just the other day. Okay. And uh, I easily believe that this won over Encanto. Really? Abs- to me, it's... Here's the thing. No, I no would... one, No one... No Time to Die came out. Yeah. Social media. Yeah. No one's talking about No Time to Die, the song. Not that one, it's not good. One person was. Who? Me? David Moulton. Well, I did like it. All right. Rolando, rewind the tapes. <laughs> and you the will evidence. remember David reviewing the movie No Time to Die. And I did like the song. I know. You loved it. And you said the song was brilliant. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying the song's not brilliant. But I'm just saying, if you look at the public reaction, right? And now if you look at the public reaction to, uh, we don't talk about Bruno, for example. Okay. Like, people are singing and dancing that all oh. over social media. Yeah. I mean, if, yeah, if, you walk, if we walk downstairs and we're like, <laughs> we're like, sing one, so- one line from either of these songs, I guarantee nobody could sing us a line from No Time to Die. Right. Anyway, so, so that the, concludes our the biggest reason. award of oh, the night. I missed one. The one that everyone came out for. Right. They almost put just this award on TV. Right. Best original score for a motion picture, Hans Zimmer for Dune. Now, no. we can all agree this was the easy winner. Yeah. Cuz everybody who saw Dune was like, "Oh my god, that score." Yeah. I mean, the runner up was uh Heath Ledger for The Dark Knight for his performance alone, but yeah. What? <laughs> it's a really old joke. <laughs> Talk to me. Well, because when that came out, like <laughs> the Dark Knight won all these things, right. and they kept saying, "Oh, it won the the Dark Knight for Heath, Heath Ledger's performance alone." Like that was like the excuse oh, gotcha. for every single gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. every single thing. Yeah, I missed that joke, but yeah, Hans you. Zimmer. I think we've said on the show is the best in the business right now. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and um, you know, well deserved, easy win. Do you, I know you were just making a, well, now I know you were just making a joke, but do we know what the runner-up was? I don't. Yeah, I'd be I interested. They didn't even list, like, everyone who was nominated. Right. So, I wonder what this means for the Golden Globes for next year. I mean, it's basically dead. Wow. Right? I mean, I mean it's been dead of, for a long time. Sort of. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah, I mean, sort of. I don't know. Who cares about that? Nobody. Yeah. All right, let's get into trailers. All right. Trailers for this week. Number one movie, Pen. I remember when this, the first trailer for this came out. Right. You were like, "This is why I got into the movie business." Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Right. Jackass Forever. Right. The final trailer. The Pen Ketchum story. Yeah. The, the, the Pen Ketchum story. That's how my sister-in-law greets me on the regular. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jackass. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And you're like, no, that's not on TV anymore. Right. I, I put it on for you, right. but it's right. not on. So this trailer definitely looked like a Jackass movie. Yeah. I I have such mixed feelings about this because it looks so awful. And yet I watched every single frame of the trailer and right. I laughed out loud at every single thing. And <laughs> it looks freaking hilarious. And I'm like embarrassed to be excited to see this movie. I, and here's what I want to do. I want to watch the movie and not admit that I watched it. <laughs> I'm going to like totally watch it by myself and tell people like, oh, I'm in theater three watching West Side Story. <laughs> I, I think my, ba- my favorite gag in the trailer was 
uh, they have the coffee hut. Yep. And he keeps yep. hitting him in the face. Yep. And the one of them like, no, 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 let's oh, give you the sorry. real one. Give me a real one. And then it comes out <laughs> in a different spot. He's yeah. with a gut. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That, this movie looks absolutely ridiculous. And amazing at the same time. Yeah, I know. I gotta hate how much I want to see it. (laughs) So that's supposed to be this month, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. February or no? Pushing that back. February. Was it February or January? But soon, soon, it's coming. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What do we have next? Next, we have Moonfall. We've talked about this movie more than once. Right. And now I want to ask you this: You put in the show notes. Is this comedy now? And did you say that because there was something in the trailer that struck you as funny? Or did you say that because the movie looks so bad, it's got to be a joke? Now, here's where we're going to wonder if you saw the right trailer. Oh. Yeah. The one with Halle Berry? Is she in this movie? I watched a trailer with Halle Berry in it. She might be. So the first time we saw it, it looked like an epic. I watched the right movie. Yeah, because it's like it's what's his face that does Emmerich. Yeah, that does all the. And the first time movies. it was like an epic disaster movie. Yeah, and we were like, "Oh, this is great," because he's not my favorite director, but he makes great disaster movies. Right, and then the second time they were like, "the the moon is a superstructure." Right, and it's still like it was going to be a sci-fi right thing, and, and we, we were, were like, "Oh, cool!" But they gave that away. Why do they have to give that away? Right now, this trailer was all about the jokes. It was jokes left and right. It was all. Did you watch the right trailer? I, I think so. I think so. It was all based around the the like chubby guy that they yeah. find that. Yeah. He's like. Say yes. Yeah, yeah. It's just a lot of the like. So like, you're calling the you're labeling those jokes, and of those jokes, how many made you laugh? Well, none. But it definitely. <laughs> well, was, none. He it, says so matter of fact. It was definitely they're they're definitely like oh and you. Don't want to watch a disaster movie, but what you like jokes, right? <laughs> what if it was like a Ryan Reynolds disaster movie, where he's just cracking the wise and and being the David nothing the jokes and the guy from Game of Thrones yep. is in it, so you should watch it. When you first, when we first started doing the podcast, oh, so many years ago, right? Low those many years ago, three we years just, next week, we were just kids, Oof. and you, you still had you know short hair, short hair, yep. I still had yep. mustache. I was not yet a Kona qualified triathlete. Oof. Yep. Low those many years ago, I started watching trailers for real for the first time. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. And you were like, oh, this is so fun watching you learn how to watch trailers. Right. And you used to regularly ask me, does this trailer make you more excited to see the movie or less excited to see this movie? Okay. So I'm going to ask you this. The latest trailer for Moonfall, does that make you want to see Moonfall more or not? My answer might surprise you. Talk to me. I am more open to see this movie now that I know it's full of comedy than I was before when I thought it was going to be a drab Emmerich film. Okay. Roland Emmerich. That's the name we were Roland looking for. Roland Emmerich. Okay. All right. Well, okay. I, I, maybe I should rewatch this trailer because I watched it and – I was like, oh, forget this. I'm not leaving today till you watch this trailer again. Okay. All, All right. right. I'll watch it. I did, wa- I did watch it. I know. I know. But I just want you to sit down and be like, oh, wait. I felt like zero of the jokes landed. Right. And the chubby comedy relief guy was like great, but he wasn't great. But the, the trailer is like fully revolving around him. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Funny guy in here. Funny not, guy in here. Not that funny. Funny yeah, but that's what I'm well, saying. What if he is funny? You know what's funny? Some people are going to find him hilarious. Not everyone Jack has their trailer. Not everybody had their pinky out like you and I did. Right, right, right. Not you everybody's know? fancy. Yeah, yeah. They're going to be like, oh, that's the type of humor I, I like. I feel like 
I have established my credentials on this show that I am not uppity. I do not need fancy freaking, you know, highbrow movies. I'm just saying I'm not above a mindless action movie or I don't have high standards, <laughs> but this movie does not do it for me. Really? All right. We'll watch the trailer after the I'm show. I'm not saying it's great. I'm just saying we'll watch, it. We'll watch the okay. trailer after the show, and I will post on Facebook if a second viewing of the trailer made me more excited to see it. Okay. All right. What's the next trailer we have? Do you remember a few years ago, uh, do you remember that show on Fox called Simpsons? Yeah. Yeah. It's still on the air. It's still on the air. Do you remember they made a Simpsons movie? I do. Yeah. So did you watch it? Yeah. It was pretty good, right? Spider Pig. Yeah, Spider-Pig does whatever Spider-Pig does. All right, so now the guys behind Bob Bob the Burger. Bob's the Burger. Bob's, Bob's Burgers. Bob's the Bob's, Bob's the Burger. Burgers movie. <laughs> they're, they're making a movie, and it's called the Bob's the Burger movie. Maybe I put too many thoughts in there. <laughs> uh, you, can't, you can't know for sure. The Bob's <laughs> the Burger of the movie. Uh, this, this, they're, they're making this into a movie, and the best part of this trailer... All right, I, I got two things to say. First of all, I feel like if you're a fan of Bob's Burgers... What's yeah. the name of the damn show? Bob's Burgers. Now you got me confused. If you're a fan of Bob's Burgers, then you're going to come see this movie and you're going to love it. Right. That's the sense Are that I get. Are you a fan of Bob's Burgers? Not really. I mean, I've watched, no, I'm, I can't. I'm, if I said I was, it would be like a fake fan. People are like, oh, you should be. Like This is right yes. up your alley. And I watch it and I'm just like, uh, I'm not though. Because they always have a big presence at CinemaCon. Mm. That's where I first heard about it. Okay. And me and Mark Ponce were like, oh. Like, you like Archer? You should also like this show with similar comedy. Right. I'm like, all right, so anyway, if you're a fan of Bob's Burgers, yeah. then I think you're going to be a fan of this movie. That's my first thing. My yeah. second thing is, the best part about this trailer was the pun at the beginning when it said, a, a major motion burger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I'll agree with that. Yeah. It might have been the best part. That was definitely the best part. Mm. All right. Um, now, before we get to the final trailer for Scream... Can we talk about Running Gun and Blacklight together? Can we like lump them together? Are you cool with that or you want to walk us through? You're not cool with that. Walk us well, through Running Gun. Running Gun looked like a <laughs> looked like they had a good script idea mm. and then hired C-list actors to fill it out. Right. They're like no one's buying our script. Mm. And I can only scrounge together $50,000. Right. Who can we get? It's interesting that you would say that because what I would say about Blacklight is that they had a completely boring plot idea right. and hired an A-list actor Bingo. to put it together. Yeah, so that's where they're different. <laughs> so if the poor bastards who wrote Run and Gun right. could have gotten together with the cast of Black Light, you might have a movie I wanted to see. Right, because I'll say by the end of the Run and Gun trailer, I was like, some of these jokes are hitting, but not enough for me to like think this is good. Right, and me as an exhibitor, I was like, nah. Nah, not nah, dog. This movie's not taking up space at Penn yeah. Cinema. Same with Black Lady. Those words. <laughs> it's what's going to happen. You know, I love the fact, I recently learned that the Penn Cinema podcast is the only place where I have a reputation for making, like, going back on my word. The only place? Yeah. Well, then, then the podcast and my family. Okay, I was going to say, <laughs> let's call up any of the, the family. Yeah. <laughs> well, they know. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I told somebody here at the theater about um, 
because I was making fun of a studio for changing their mind. And, and then the person I was talking to was like, it's a good thing the studio didn't find out about when you changed your mind. Because <laughs> I actually keep a list. I have a sticky note next to my computer where I keep a list from this studio with whom I hold a grudge. And I, I cause some, you know, I don't have a great memory. What? <laughs> We've discussed that. <laughs> We've reviewed that topic here. So in the spirit of holding a good successful grudge, yeah. I keep a sticky note. Mm. And every time this unnamed studio pisses me off, I make sure I write down which film and which date. Right. So that I can refer to it in snarky emails back to them. Oof. Boom. <laughs> so I said to Drew something or other, and he said, Good thing they don't have a list going of all the times you've changed your mind like you do for so-and-so. And I said, well, they don't have a list, but David Walton does. <laughs> and Drew was like, what are you talking about? I was like, I'll never build an IMAX. I'll never have digital projectors. I'll never do reserved seating. <laughs> I'll never build another theater. Oh, by the way, Huntington Valley opens in December. <laughs> I'll never show this thing. I'll show anything if you just show it to me. (laughs) I think that um, having uh, the ability to grow and mature and see, you know, your opinion can change and evolve over time. And it's nothing but a reflection of growth. Oh, clearly. Clearly. That's all it is. It's nothing but a reflection of growth. There's there's no way it could be a negative. No. It's always positive. No. Impo- right. Inconceivable. Right. Inconceivable. Inconceivable. All right. Final trailer to talk about. Scream. Final trailer. This yeah. trailer, I don't, I'm not saying anything about the movie. Right. This trailer made me want to see the movie. Yeah, I'll give you that. Right? It was yeah. a well-made trailer. It, it it addressed the elephant in the room. The elephant in the room is, oh, my God, another Scream movie. Who cares? Right. But they did a good job of slicing together the reviews and the commentary from the press and all this kind of stuff to assure you. Now, again, they're selling something, so who knows if it's true or not. But they did a good job of assuring me that this is not another throwaway movie. This movie stands uh, on its own as a great horror movie. It's not a joke. Well, I like how that they, they, but at the same time, they're like, oh, but it's got some funny bits too. Yeah, and they made fun of it of themselves. Yeah, he's like, like they, I'll be right back, and they're like, ah, <laughs> he's dead. He's totally dead. Yeah. <laughs> and then you know how like, um, there's an expression in life, unrelated to the movies, but in life where people are like, oh, I've seen this movie before. Right. Right. And they say they use that line in the movie, right? right? I mean, making fun of themselves. I, lo- I love the self-awareness. I felt like there was a nice balance of humor, but also like, hey, this movie's going to be scary as hell. Yeah. And my enthusiasm for the trailer combined with what I ha- already knew that I told you a minute ago about how strong the pre-sales are, this movie's going to be big. Now, what's your trailer of the week? Scream, the final trailer. Really? Um. Well, either that or Jackass. I'd have to give it to Jackass. All right. Yeah. I guess I would go with Jackass only because, no, 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 no. I'm not going to get pushed around. No, do what I, you want. I, my, my trailer of the week is yeah. Scream. That's a yeah. good trailer. I mean, if you want to make bad decisions, you can make <laughs> bad decisions. <laughs> All right. Speaking of making bad decisions, uh, last week we decided that this week we would review through 355s. Right, right. Now. I did not watch this movie because my schedule didn't fit and I was going to like push myself. Yeah. But then a, a patron Saint Angel yes. whispered in my ear and and the angel was, I, Pen Ketchum, 
telling you, don't bother seeing this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I got this. I got this. So here's the thing. This movie, here's what I'm going to say about this movie. Yeah. This movie is perfect. Wait, are you saying this about the 355? About the 355. Okay. Here's what I have to say about it. The movie that just came out? Yeah, the movie that I reviewed. Okay. That you did not. Okay. All right. Okay. okay. One of us found time in his busy schedule. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Here's what I will say about it. Mm-hmm. And and I'm I'm not trying to make a joke. I'm being serious because I think of, I think you've heard me say this about other movies in the past. This movie is perfect if you're just looking for something to do. Like if you just want to get out of the house and watch a fun action movie, like the action sequences are amazing. There's some great fight sequences. The cast is amazing. You know, like they're all talented actresses. You know that. Like they're wonderful. Every single one of them nails it, right? But this is not the kind of movie where I'm like, hey, listen, you need to come out. Like when we talked about Dune, every friend that I saw, I was like, listen, see this movie in the theater. Come right. in and see it before, right. you know, you got to, this is a theatrical experience. And I would say the 355s, 100% is a theatrical experience because it'll be, it's better on the big screen because of the action and, you know, everything. But what I'm trying to say is like, it's not good enough to like plan around. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. it definitely was 100% predictable. Um, I'm not going to take credit for this quote, but our boy Jason, um, Jason, Encyclopedia Brown, he's he made the comment, this was the Expendables with a female cast. And I think I would agree with that. It's pretty similar. Okay. Pretty much. But anyway, it also, the other thing that I was saying about it was it reminded me of like an 80s action movie or like a 90s action movie. Incredibly predictable, great action, great sequences. Um, yeah. Wow. And I think, I, I guess, because we always, we keep it real. Yeah. We try to keep it real here. I think that while I stand by the review that I just gave it, I think that's a generous review. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So would you say it's your favorite movie of all time or the worst thing you've ever seen? It's the worst thing I've ever seen. Oof. Oof. Just because you put me in that box, you're making me choose. Yeah, that's the beauty of it. So the funny thing is, we had high hopes for this movie, right? We did, yeah. yeah. So when I put tickets on sale, I put it in all the biggest theaters. Oof. And I put it in the biggest theaters for weeks on end. So yesterday morning when I was organizing the showtimes for Scream, I had to highlight and cut and paste, drag all the showtimes for the 355s out of Theater 3 and <laughs> down to Theater 11. <laughs> wah, wah. Wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah, so that's the review for the 355s. There you go. Well, uh, moving on to our listeners' questions, notes, answers, comments, suggestions, and so forth. If you want to be a part of this segment, go ahead and email us, podcast at pensinma.com. That's the best way to get in touch with us. I feel like Marley emailed us something. You want to check? No. I think this was a while ago, and then she gave me shit for not writing her back. And I, I was thought like, we talked about it on the show. We talked about it on the show. Yeah. 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 So Joe Codes answered the call. Love this guy. This is funny, because Joe Codes answered the call, and I got a, I got a message from the abacus who was like, I really got to look into this. And he's like, it's not really a, it's not really an abacus. He said, it's not really an abacus thing. <laughs> and, and, and then he goes, oh, okay, good. You said that. And you gave it to somebody else to do. 
<laughs> Which I believe you were like, we got to get the abacus on there. And then I was like, this is more of a Joel Coates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Joel Coates looked into it. And the thing was, when we reviewed Spider-Man No Way Home, yeah. I said, look, I don't think that Thomas Hayden Church and Ray Fiennes, I don't think they were in this movie. Right. And that the footage that we did see them was reused footage from the respective movies. And I forget if I said this on the air or if I just thought it to myself, but I was thinking when you said that, I was thinking, that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's like, what you said. There's no way. There's like, no way. Yeah, that can't be right. And that's why we never saw it. We like, Sandman can look normal, and that's why he never looks normal through the whole movie. Right. And, and that's why the lizard doesn't transform until the end. Uh, and so Joe Coates looked into it and he said, I have confirmed that the actors for Sandman and Lizard were never on set for No Way Home. They were all CGI and then reused footage for the human parts. The actors only did voiceover work for the movie. I looked into this further and uh, I guess it was because of, of uh, time constraints, yeah. mostly. They couldn't get them on set because they were doing other yeah. things. So... Okay. Not that they didn't want to do it. Okay. It's just that they couldn't, they just, they were busy. Yeah. Interesting. And rather than be like, well, you know, because yeah. they'd just be in those big costumes anyway with dots all over them. Right. So that softens the blow a little bit. Yeah. That, cause I, I was getting ready to say how disappointed that makes me feel and it cheapens the experience. But if, if you, you, if you look at it at a more positive light, mm. you could be like, well, kudos to them for making it happen. Right. Like, they didn't give up on those two characters. They found a way to make it work. Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. All right. I think that it is It is interesting to watch the... It doesn't take you away from the movie, but I think if you watch No Way Home and you look for those scenes that are just cut out from the other movies, it's almost like, yeah. oh, hey. Oh, right. Yeah. Interesting. So, before we transition, I want to talk to you about a frustrating conversation I had with somebody the other day. Was it Marley? No. It was um, somebody I know, <gasps> just a rando, you know, oh. not my best friend, just somebody, you know, who I know. Right, because it wasn't me. Right. And he goes, I'm going to come see Spider-Man No Way Home. And I was like, okay, cool. And then he goes, because I recently rewatched Spider-Man, or no, he goes, I recently watched Spider-Man Far From Home, and it was pretty good. Okay. Like, isn't that a weird thing to say? It was pretty good. Like, first of all, I didn't make the movie. <laughs> Second of all, like, what's the implication? The implication is that you're surprised it was good, like, and now you're going to, like, do us a favor, like, us fans, and do us a favor and admit that the movie was a good movie. Like, how highbrow self-righteous do you have to be to, like, bring yourself however many years late to admit that a superhero movie was actually pretty good. You would be surprised how often this happens. I hate that. The people who write have, because there's so many of them, oh, I'm sick of these Marvel movies, and then they watch one like, well, that was actually pretty good. It's like, well, wouldn't you know if you watched more of them? They'd be, you know, not everyone is a masterpiece. Well, Eternals. Well. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's not part of the MCU. Stop trying to make it part of the MCU. All right, so you know who is a superhero? Oh, let me guess. We do the gobble gobble. We do the turkey wobble. We do the gobble gobble. <laughs> the mystery gobble. Yeah, mystery gobble had a heroic tour. Oh, through New York City. New York City is combined of five boroughs. Okay, not one, 
not two, three, or four, oh. five boroughs. Wow. Staten Island, Brooklyn, Bronx, Queens, and Manhattan. Five boroughs. The mystery gobble, and I was there to witness this, so yeah. I'm, I'm not exaggerating. He got on his bicycle with no special gear, just a man and his bike. And, and he, you in a, in a golf cart behind him. He got on his bicycle in a, what could only be described as some kind of torrential end of days storm. What? And rode his bike through all five boroughs. Wow. And what's wild about it is he's planning to do it again. Get out of town. Kick it. When's he doing that? Yeah, in May. So <gasps> we're all pretty excited. Wow. The funny thing is, don't tell him I said this. He thinks we're all going to ride it with him. <laughs> but we're going to pretend that we forgot our bikes. <laughs> it's going to be just him at the start line. <laughs> I think it's going to be so funny. <laughs> wow. You, but you need a golf cart. You right. got to follow him. Right, right. Cart. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But shh, yeah. don't tell him about my plan. Okay. All right. So in other news, Mr. Gobble wrote in one of the funniest emails we've got. He doesn't write us all the time. No. But he does. His emails are always gold. Yeah. Um, this is an actual... Yeah. This this sentence here is the actual headline from the article. <laughs> right. I, this is not altered by me. Right, I, right. Yeah. Should I read it or are you going to Go read? ahead. All right. So this is the headline to an actual article. Oh, my God. This is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> the headline reads, quote, Turns out the Nintendo <laughs> I can't do it. Turns out the Nintendo Game Boy is the worst possible way to watch movies. And yet it's somehow still better than watching Star Wars The Last Jedi in a movie theater. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I looked into this. Yes. <laughs> and there's this guy who's constantly trying to to do things with the Game Boy and make it like right. cool. And he Made a cartridge that was able to stream the internet. Great. Right? Now, the Game Boy doesn't have enough Wait. processing power to, to do a movie. Okay. Can we just pause for just yeah. one quick moment? Yeah. How impressive is that? I mean, that alone is pretty fantastic. <laughs> Wait. What did you say? He, he developed a cartridge. Right. Somehow rigged a car cartridge to put into his Nintendo Game Boy. Right. That gets the internet. That gets the internet. <laughs> I love people so much. It's <laughs> in, unbelievable. Now, I thought this was going to be a link to a different article okay. that I actually knew about a long time ago. Okay. So what it does is it streams it so that the, the processing power on the Game Boy didn't have to handle it, and it looks horrible. Okay. I don't know if you watched it or not. Yeah. It looks horrible. But Bob Wolf of The Wolf Den on YouTube, great YouTube content creator, <laughs> There was a thing called for the Game Boy Advance called a UMD or whatever. And what it was, you could buy cartridges that would have like two episodes of a cartoon. Mm. Okay. And he was like, I wonder what this would look like <laughs> to watch. What was the big uh, first pandemic back movie? What was it called? Wow. You know. Dune? No, 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 no. <laughs> Dune? No, it was, it was uh, you couldn't hear what they were saying. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What's the name of that movie? I forget. Quiet Place Part 2? No. You know, it's, uh, you know, the guy made The Dark Knight made it. Yeah. Chris, oh, Christopher Nolan. Yeah. And the movie was not Inception. It was, oh, I, I can't believe we are. I know. Oh, Our my fans gosh. are screaming. But oh, this my is God. why they love Marley us. Marley is screaming. Yeah. It's, um, 
Well, whatever the movie is. Yeah, the Christopher Nolan movie. About time travel. Yeah. Yeah. So he put that whole movie on, <laughs> I think it took six of these carts. Yeah. And he's like, well, you can watch it. It's not a good experience, but you can watch it. <laughs> and it looks horrible because you had to cut frames out and stuff. Ouch. Yeah. Um, Incep not Inception. What is it called, Penn? Um, uh, I'll get there. Can't, I, I cannot believe. I'm so embarrassed for us. Neither of us. It's called Tenet. Tenet. I knew that. And we were so close to making it to our three-year anniversary. Yeah, I know. Everything was going great for 155 episodes. Listenership. God. (laughs) Pop goes the weasel. They couldn't remember Tenet. Um, Fun fact. Yeah. Wait, are we done talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Fun fact. While we were on the show today, this just in. I got an email from Lionsgate asking me to confirm Moonfall in all our IMAX locations. Oh, my gosh. And you said the comedy? That's what you replied? Wild. Yeah. I didn't, we didn't know it was going to IMAX, did we? No, I don't think we did. Aren't we going to rather watch Spider-Man? I mean, can you keep Spider-Man in? I keep smart. Somebody asked me the other day, how long are you going to have Spider-Man? And I said, pretty much forever. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know? All right. So anyway, thank you to Joel Codes and the Mystery Gobble. Um, yeah, that was fun. Okay. That, that Nintendo story shook me to my core. Yeah. That was pretty wild. Yeah. What have you been reading? What have you been doing? What have you been watching outside of the theater? You know what we didn't talk about? <gasps> what? On the Nintendo story? The punchline to the headline. Oh. <laughs> Which was great. Funny thing is, I looked down at the comments, and the number one comment was, for those of us who kind of like this movie, these constant digs at it are really getting annoying. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I've been watching a lot, but I can't remember what I've been watching. So I, I've been doing... Like I've been having a hard time like finishing movies. I've been wow. like putting movies on Netflix and then like getting distracted and going doing other stuff. Partly because I haven't been committing to the movie. I like put it on while I'm doing something else and then when I'm done with that other task, I'm I leave. What are you gonna do, right? Yeah. So I started Braveheart because I Netflix had like the trailer play. Yeah. I was like, oh, what an epic movie. Oh, all time oh greats. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Halfway through, I was like, this thing's really three hours long. Well, I'm not even an hour and a half into this. I gotta, I gotta watch something else. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come back to it. Yeah. Like, it's still good. Right. It's just like, right. Whew. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. Well, also it's that time of year where if I have free time, I'm trying to watch football. Mm. It's playoffs. Yeah, the big sports exciting ball. weekend. I love sports ball. You never know when they're going to get those slam dunks. No, you never know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so I watched Fast Five with my movie group. Oh, yeah. And uh, Did they love it? They're coming around. Okay. They're coming around. Here's the funny thing. You only have five more movies. Right. But but it's like this was the first one with a rock. This is the first crazy, crazy, crazy yeah. one with the, the drive the safe down the road and everything. Uh, we watched the extended edition. How much longer do you think the extended edition is? Um, I'm going to say the over-under is two minutes, and I'm going to pick under. It's one minute longer. Yeah. Warrants an extended yeah. edition. Uh, yeah. I'm telling you, that franchise knows how to make money. Yeah. Good for you. And you know what? Good for you. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like handshakes and stuff. Yeah, like extended out. Yeah. So that was fun. An extra hug between him and Vin Diesel. <sighs> over and over again. Right, right. right? 
So here's here's something that I did that was a little bit crazy. You know, every now and then I like to talk about how I like video games. And you get, you glaze over. No, what are you talking right. about? I'm on the edge of my seat. Right. Tell me more. I played a little a little <laughs> game. It took about two hours, two and a half hours to beat, three hours. Mm-hmm. Called Turnip Boy Commits Tax Evasion. <laughs> With a name like that, how it's co- got to be good. How could I not? Like Smuckers. You're a little turnip boy. Yeah. And turns out you didn't pay your property taxes, so the mayor's like, guess what? I I get your house, and you got to do jobs for me now. Yeah. That I, I can't get, I mean, how much deeper can you get? Right, no right. deep. Yeah, that's profound. Right, it was a comedy game, so it was it was enjoyable for two and a half hours. Didn't overstay as welcome. You know what I had, I was trying to think. I feel like I've been doing something, and I couldn't quite put my finger on it. Our family's big on jigsaw puzzles. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah, yeah. we went to Brooklyn and celebrated Christmas with my folks, nice. i.e. Grandma and Pop-Pop. Mm. And did, they, did they ask about me? They did. Yeah. Yeah, as a matter of fact. I thought maybe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> you know how to come back from that one, didn't no. you? <laughs> <laughs> you got me there. <laughs> Stumbled a little bit. Anyway, we came home from Brooklyn with a bunch of puzzles. And we've, okay. been, we've been putting them, we've been doing them. They're, they're really hard ones. We, and, and you guys are famous for doing several puzzles at the same time. Right. Right. Which is crazy. Right. And we currently are, that's exactly the situation we're in. We have the dining room table fully cleared off and covered from one end to the other with various jigsaw puzzles. Thank goodness you have more than one table in your house. Right. You'd be eating on the floor. (laughs) No, we'd be eating on the puzzle, which we've done before. (laughs) True story. Yeah. Yesterday we were working on a puzzle and we couldn't find, there was like a, there's gotta be a blue piece. Like we're missing the blue piece. There's only, there's only one empty space left Mm. we're looking at tons of remaining pieces none of which are blue and we're like ready to give up on it and kayla in her wisdom says to marley what's under that plate now they were working on the puzzle and as usual i was having a snack (laughs) so (laughs) i made my snack and came over and joined them and when i sat down unbeknownst to me i put my plate down over a bunch of pieces (laughs) Now, you were telling me once before about your mom's jigsaw puzzles? Yeah. Somebody's jigsaw puzzles? Yeah, my mom You was. do like some insane puzzles, right? That they, they don't have corners or they don't have uh, edges. Yeah. Multiple yeah. ways of doing them. Mm-hmm. I'm getting ready to graduate up to that. We're going to try I'll that. I'll let you know about them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, that's awesome. Way to go with the puzzles. Oh, we love the puzzles. I saw I saw a comic in the paper that was the, the guy's... Wife comes over. She says, "Where's the puzzle you're working on?" He's like, "I got to the end after all these days, and I couldn't find the last piece. I got so mad, I threw it out." And she goes, "Huh? Well, I just found this piece." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, all right. Next week, what are we doing? Well, I'm gonna watch Scream, but we also have a little anime movie that we're excited to have grabbed from G Kids. Remember, we watched a trailer for yeah. Bell. I really want to see it. Yeah. I feel like schedule-wise, it'll be easier for me to see Scream, though. So I'm going to commit to Scream. Okay. But maybe I'll see both. Okay. Because Belle's only here this weekend, right? No, it'll be her. It's a normal movie. It has a full run. Oh, okay. Cool. cool yeah. Cool. Um, also, I'm kind of just interested to see what's going on with Scream. Yeah, me too. I, yeah. You know, did I tell you I like that trailer? Oh, the the final trailer? Yeah, there's a final trailer. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's really good. Okay, all right. Pretty self-aware, huh? Yeah. 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 All right, so next week we'll watch Scream. Perfect. Look, if you want to scream at us... Right. (laughs) Don't. Don't. 
But if you want to write to us, we're both very friendly. <laughs> I don't have the kind of ego that can handle that right, kind no, of stuff. Me no. neither. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and email us podcast at pensinema.com. Right. Let us know how you're doing. How are the holidays? What's going on? Right. What's on your list next right. to watch? If you want to support the show, mm. what's the number one way people can do that, Pen? Well, you know, here on the show, we like to think outside the box. Mm. So all you need this week yeah. to support the show is your typical run of the mill. <laughs> Your typical run-of-the-mill prescription pad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. Everyone's got at least right. two. So then what you want to do is you want to, like, sneak into the pad and, like, flip ahead a few pages. Uh-huh. And then on one of the pages, right, listen to the Pensive Podcast. Mm. And then when some kid or person comes in to see the doctor, and the doctor's like... Here's your prescription. <laughs> They're not even going to write the new one. They're just like, oh, okay. Because <laughs> it's, it's pre-filled. It's, it's already filled out. Right. So yeah. then they'll just tear it out like so. You know what I love about this one? The sound effects. The sound effects. <laughs> but that the next time one of us goes to the vet, Top 10 Stairs is going to do that Oh, my us. God. Here's the best prescription. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or if you don't want to commit you know, healthcare fraud. fraud. <laughs> if, you're, if you're too good to go to jail, <laughs> if you're one of those, <laughs> if you're one of those types, I don't want to go to prison. <laughs> if you're one of those types who doesn't want to go to jail, yeah. <laughs> then you can just tell a friend. Oh. Tell a friend, hey, what Easy are you doing? Enough. You know, you're working on some jigsaw puzzles. You know, you know what goes great with jigsaw puzzles? Podcasts. Mm. The best podcast out there. It's Penn Cinema Podcast. Right. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, once again, for the Penson Podcast, I'm David Bolton. And I'm Penn Ketchum. Take Take care and party on. Thanks for joining us this episode. Our hosts would love to hear from you. To contact the show with your thoughts and reviews, email podcast at pencinema.com. This podcast is a production of Penn Cinema. Escape to the movies at Penn Cinema, featuring crisp digital projection, killer sound, reserved seating, and premium power recliners. With locations in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, Wilmington, Delaware, and Huntington Valley, Pennsylvania. Showtimes and tickets available at www.pencinema.com. <laughs>